Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Some people don't want you to say this. Some people don't want you to say that. Some people think if you mention some things, they might happen. Some people are really fucking stupid. Look at it this way. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. And it doesn't take you very long to spot one of them, does it? Take you about eight seconds. You'll be listening to some guy. You say, This guy is fucking stupid. Then, then there are some people, they're not stupid, they're full of shit. Huh? That doesn't take very long to spot either, does it? Take you about the same amount of time. You'll be listening to some guy and say, Well, he's fairly intelligent. Ah, he's full of shit. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, the guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Austin Shooting. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. And you're listening to the ch- ch- chunk, Pink Chunk and Bone Dozer show. <laughs> pink Chunk and the Bone Dozer. Yeah. Pink Chunk and Bone Dozer in the morning. <laughs> it's it's, beep, beep, beep. it's 5.19 in the afternoon. <laughs> 5.19 on a snowy, snowy... We went to the mall uh, the Saturday before fucking Christmas. Which was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my car, my car battery died. Yep. And uh, neither of us actually know how to jump a car. Apparently, <laughs> well, I had I've had the guy. Okay, so here's the story. So I, I we go see we're this uh, spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. That's pretty much the primary the podcast. But don't listen to the car story if you don't want to hear Star Wars spoilers. <laughs> and so, um, so um, we go so go to see uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. At the local mall, not local, yeah, the local mall. It's I guess. local-ish. It's, local-ish. It's the closest mall to me. But it's it's crazy snowing, and literally, like for the time that we're in the mall, like I got there right before the movie started. So in two and a half hours, two inches of snow are on my car. Battery totally dies, and uh, so I asked, and luckily, like Austin was parked right next to me, so I'm like, "Give me a boost, please." And I've I've had those same jumper cables. Forever. I mean, I've had those jumper cables. Have they served you well? Have they ever had to serve you at all? They've never. You know, I've worked them. I've, I've used them plenty of times. I mean, I've that, that, that fucking car. Those jumper cables. <laughs> I was saying those jumper cables have been with me for like three cars. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Like well over ten years. And uh, so, uh, you know, we're we're there for a while, and I'm not getting any kind of juice or whatever. And I don't know what. It must have been just the cold because it wasn't my. Mm. It wasn't. I didn't leave my lights on. I didn't leave my dome light on. I don't, I don't think I my door wasn't unlocked or anything. Like, it wasn't like the door. Well, the door would be the dorm light. But um, then this guy comes, oh, these are these are stealing more energy than what you got. So then he goes and gives me, like, he gets his uh, jumper cables. His jumper cables, cables can do the Highlander quickening. So. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you know, I mean, they were, they, you know, they, were, they were heavier gauge. And once you know, boom, then my car starts working. So once again, spoiler, spoiler alert for uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Han Solo dies. 
first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> Where's Han? <laughs> but uh, so we we okay. I don't. We, what, what do you want to? <laughs> How do we, we want to start? We both. I mean, because we both saw it. I saw it the night. It, I saw it like the Thursday night it came out, yeah, and then I saw it Friday morning. You saw that Friday, <laughs> and then we went back a week later and watched it again. <laughs> and like you were, you were at work. I gave you like a hug when you walked in the door. I'm like, <laughs> you wanted because we were both. You were like. People kept because we were both very excited about seeing yeah. the movie, and everyone kept asking, "How was it? How was it?" And we didn't fucking know. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how it was. Um, Still processing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really was. And in all fairness, and anyone who listens to the podcast or follows my Stranger Vlogs or whatever, um, like I hated the last. I hated The Force Awakens when I first saw it. Like when I got out of the theater, I'm like, "That's not a Star Wars movie. It's garbage." J.J. Abrams is killing my childhood. You know, and then I came out. I'm like, oh my god, it was just pure Star Wars from start <laughs> to finish. And anyone who's saying it's not right now, who I haven't met yet, is a bastard. <laughs> and so I didn't like that. And this one, I really, it it definitely took a second viewing for me to kind of like get my ideas, get my get my thoughts straight in my head. Or, like, yeah, like the first time I watched it, I needed to talk with you for a shift about it. <laughs> To, Thank God, like yeah, because yeah, sometimes right, some days we don't yeah, work together. But that right, day, luckily, yeah. so I, I talked. Yeah, I had to talk with you all day to figure out to decide at the end of the shift. Like, okay, yeah, I liked it, and then going into it the second time, I'm like, yeah, I like I like just about everything about this movie. It it, it certainly. Um, I had you know when I was trying to put my thoughts together, I'm like, okay, George, like George Lucas built the house, and I guess Irving Kirshner. Built a better house. <laughs> yeah. he, he just, he flipped that house. <laughs> then J.J. Abrams built like, like a shack. No, J, no, no, no. J.J. Abrams built the house like on the blueprints of the old house. Yeah. Then Ryan Johnson just burned the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson came in and turned into a sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you live here now, motherfucker. It was like a crack house or something. Is that, it, he didn't, I like, he didn't like, da- well, I don't want to say I'm damaged, but I guess... It's like uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, yeah. where it's like, hey, here's a decent house, and then you come back, and it's like, the layout's not the same anymore, what the yeah, fuck happened? Yeah, like, you know, I, I had a lightsaber fight in the kitchen, and now <laughs> it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's like, I had these beautiful bay windows, and like, we, we changed it, now it's now it's stained glass, you know, like, what? Yeah, it's... Everything, yeah. Well, that's a weird analogy, I don't know. It's, it's just, things aren't worse, they're just all different. Yeah, every mystery that J.J. Abrams <laughs> set up... Ryan Johnson just he just flipped a big fuck he, you. He just blasts a cum shot into your face. Of this is what it is. <laughs> nothing, nothing huge. You've been agonizing for two years for oh they weren't anyone. Now I'm pretty sure you've seen the TED talk with James, right? I have not. Oh, okay, JJ Abrams did a TED talk, yeah. and it was literally like he had this box that had like a question mark on. It. And he's like, oh, I got this box when I was a teenager, and I'll never open the box because my dad bought it at a magic shop, and you know. You know, <laughs> the, the, the magician who runs the shop said, "If whoever opens this loses their soul." <laughs> and yeah, he said, like you know, that he feels that building up the mystery is better than any payoff. Whatever the payoff is going to be, it's always going to be a disappointment. That just that just sounds like an excuse for being like, I can't write payoffs. <laughs> yeah. So we're just we're gonna avoid. Them. Yeah, we'll just continue. And you know, obviously, you know, DJ Emerson did you know lost. I hope that's not my car. <laughs> we just heard a thud and it's icy snowy outside. Um, but what else? What else? I mean, he did Fringe. Well, he helped start Fringe. I mean, he wasn't really involved with Fringe. I, I'm um, a little outside real quick. Make sure this car's got smashed. Okay. Just in case. Just in We are kind of, we are kind of, we're recording this while, um, while there's like heavy duty snow outside. Nobody's car was smashed. Okay. Fucking chattering. Um, 
Keep talking. We'll so I'm trying to remember what else. What else has J.J. Abrams done? He's done Mission Impossible three. Alias. Alias. Um, Lost. Lost. Did he do uh, Cloverfield? Yeah. I think he did Cloverfield. He did Cloverfield. He only produced Cloverfield. Oh, uh, okay. So I mean, here's a guy who's known for like. <laughs> Austin tries to throw the the, the lettuce at the. Oh, now it's on the floor. Oh no. Guinea <laughs> pigs have to eat floor lettuce. I'm sure they'll <laughs> send it back. <laughs> Tell the chef you fucked up. Um, so, you know, J.J. Abrams, who's known for building up decent mysteries, but not really known for his payoff. Right. Um, <laughs> that, that, that box with a question mark on it is like, I brought to this TED Talk a metaphor for my career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to answer any questions whatsoever. It's just a tiny little piece of paper that says they were in hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's deep. So, um... So, like, Ryan Johnson, like, okay, I guess the, the first one is, uh, well, who, who are Ray's parents? Who, who are Ray's parents? Yeah. Fucking no one. Yeah, no some, one. Some junkies. Yeah. And Ray knew this, and Kylo Ren knew this. They yeah. just didn't tell the audience. They're, they're junk traders, and, mm-hmm. and they, sold, they sold her for drinking money, yeah. and now they're in a pauper's grave. What I'd like to know is, if you're that far gone, how's your kid, like, five years old before you need to sell her for money? Yeah, it, well... They kept her around for a while. I'm like, we gotta keep feeding this fucking kid. Yeah. Oh, all, all our food money is cutting into our drinking money. Yeah. Fuck. JJ Abrams. Uh, yeah, I put I put AA Brams. AA Brams. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to see what else. Uh, what else is JJ Abrams? Um, and you look at his Wikipedia instead of his IMDb. Yeah. We'll lose our fucking funding, IMDb, man. IMDb, because like, okay, he did Star Trek: Morning Glory, Clark, yeah. Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, he did the Paul Bear. <laughs> Did he do the Paul Bear? Yeah, producer. Oh, he, producer. Yeah, he, he produced the Paul Bear. Was that the? That's uh, with like the guy from Friends. Yeah, um, uh, David Schwimmer. Schwimmer. There we go. Schwimmer. Okay. <laughs> How do we draw a blank on Schwimmer? <laughs> Mission Impossible Three, Star Trek Super Eight, which is basically a ripoff of ET. Star Trek Into Darkness, which is a ripoff of Wrath of Khan. Star Force: The Force Awakens, which is a ripoff of A New Hope. <laughs> and now he's going to do Episode Nine, which will be a ripoff of The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Oh my God. But that's the whole thing is that Ryan Johnson threw all these questions out the fucking, room, you know. Uh, yeah. So that means he t- he took a shit in the question mark box. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what you get, it's gonna be covered in shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's the whole thing is that I'm worried that by the time we get to Episode Nine. Mm. J.J. Abrams is going to set up a whole new set of fucking questions that we're not going to get answered. Yeah. And Ryan Johnson is going to go off and do his own fucking trilogy about porgs or whatever the fuck he's going to do it about. And uh, <laughs> and so, like, you know, I, 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 this it's not going to end well. It's not going to end the way you think it is. <laughs> what, what if it's already been, like, written floor to ceiling? Because it, it's Disney. They've got an idea of where things should go. Maybe because they want Ryan Johnson to come back for nine. No, no, no J.J. Abrams doing nine. Well, yeah. no, they, they, before, like, they had someone before J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Th- there was there were plans for nine. I'd imagine they're bringing in J.J. mostly to doctor the script if needed and then direct. Hopefully, people at Disney already handled the story so he can just come in and in the lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, because uh, obviously they didn't have, they didn't have a direction for this. For La- Last Jedi? Yeah, I mean, and that's that, the whole thing. It's like, yeah. the, you know, you would think, you, I I. I would think that they would have okay. This is what this movie is going to be. At least a roundabout mm-hmm. idea. This is what this movie is going to be. That's mm-hmm. what this is what episode nine is going to be about. And mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson is like, you know, all that shit we built up in episode seven. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. It's yeah. you know, Ray's parents. They're they're drunks and they're in a pauper's grave. Snoke. Snoke is just some guy. 
They never just say. They never well, say who Snoke is. We, we could still learn about Snoke. There might be like a novel called Snoke, and it like tells <sighs> the story of how he was a. He will always. He's going to be some, Darth Plagueis for me. He's always going to be Darth Plagueis. He's, he's some. Until told otherwise. He's some junk dealer from Jakku oh, who sold his daughter for drinking money. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, one thing I do have to say is between episode 7 and episode 8, when you see Snoke, I mean, obviously 8 and 7, he's more of a projection, so you don't see that much detail. But in that one, in, 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 excuse me, 7, you see not much detail. When you get to 8, he looks like an old man. Yeah. Like, like, like... You get to, like his breath probably stinks. Mm. Like, you know his like he looks like, like I I've you, been in old age homes. Yeah. Like he you, look, you know he's shit himself in that big <laughs> throne he's sitting in. Yeah, you know I mean he looks like someone who let himself go. And then again, if you had the force to take care of you, yeah. like you, you wouldn't have to like worry about like he he, keep he barely stands up in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of walks with a limp, and mm. so you never get a chance to see his body. And it's kind of funny that... Uh, I, I don't want to see his body. <laughs> but I'm just saying, is like, you know... There's like, no Snoke is, nude scene. <laughs> that's, a really, that's why we really don't like the movie. There's yeah. no Snoke's... But, like, <laughs> he doesn't, uh, you know, we don't... Like, we never know his story. We don't know why he has the big gashes on his face. Why is he all deformed? Well, he's he's the second Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, someone had posted that picture where, like, like where one part wasn't and the other part had a dent. And, um, but, so with that, I don't... To me, it's going to be Plagueis. Until told otherwise, it's going to be Plagueis the Wise coming back. Um, is, is it super important who he is? Do we need to know for the story that they're telling? Well, this looks like a guy that's been... He's an old man by the time we get to him. Right. So that means he's been around since at least the Empire? Yeah. And where was he? Here's a guy that has Palpatine-like powers... No one detected, no one... He didn't work with anybody, sort of just hanging out in the shadows. He was just hanging out in yeah. the shadows, man. I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I, don't, I don't want that... I want there to be some sort of connection with the other movies. You know, and they say they did say episode 9 is going to connect all three trilogies. Even though this, this, this one kind of did. This one kind of felt more like they're trying to get us away from the other movie. Can. But he mentioned Sidious. Right, it was but, like, oh, you know, the Jedi's, you know, their their legacy was hubris, and and you know, even at their highest power, you know, they let themselves be destroyed by a Sith Lord, yeah. Darth Sidious, or whatever. Yeah. Darth Sidious, played by Ian McDermott, remember him? <laughs> <laughs> Winks at the camera. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I, I said Sidious. We're gonna pause the movie for five minutes. You guys gonna wipe up the jizz? <laughs> the well, <city> jizz. <laughs> it's nice to know that you know that they're acknowledged prequels. Right. I mean, as much as the prequels are garbage, you know that, well, that's all uh, we had for a little as while. As much as one prequel was garbage, one kind of sucked, and one was pretty. Yeah, I I, I, don't, I don't like it when we lump the prequels and just say the prequels suck. Like one sucked, two could have been a lot better, three was pretty damn good. One and two are completely unnecessary. Three tells the whole story. Well, that I. And when they first announced the pools, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought, I thought the very beginning, like whatever episode one was going to be, I thought it was going to be, that's when we see Anakin turn into Darth Vader. You know, the end of the Clone Wars, maybe even like have part one be about the Clone Wars, and then, you know, then the betrayal or whatever, and, you know, for whatever reason he thinks Obi-Wan betrayed him, you know, flips to the dark side, and then two and three would be... There's just, there's not an important plot point in those first two movies that isn't in some way nodded to or explained in the third one, as far as enjoying their movies. Yeah, other than, I mean, hand-fisting him meeting Padme. And right, but, like, they're married at the start of three. You get the dynamic. Yeah, it's, they met. You, you, I don't need to see them meet. 
I didn't need to see Han meet Chewbacca. I feel like I'm fucking about to in a few months, <laughs> but I don't need that. I can just go from their dynamic like, oh, okay, this is what they are to each other. That's a cool way to go into the movie. It, I think you need a little bit of the courtship because I think part of, because, I, I mean, it's I, other than in the prequels, they never, uh, in the prequels they say Jedis aren't allowed to have attachments. They're not allowed right. to get married. They're not allowed, they're kind of like monks. Right. But so you kind of you kind of need the the courtship where he's sort of defi- he's being a little defiant. Well, the Jedi we're focusing on doesn't give a shit about that rule, and if you drop it out of there, I don't feel like anything is lost. With you know, it's like you watch episode three; he's obviously defiant. He's got reason enough to be pissed off at the Jedi and to want to glide. You don't need the extra. Oh, he's a real rebel. Ironically, <laughs> a, about to deal with some actual rebels, and so uh, the. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, they could have taken that, they could have answered all that in, like, one line. Like, you're marrying her, you know the Jedi just don't yeah. allow you to marry. You, you, you shouldn't do that. Well, well, we they, already they, married her. They, they kind of did, though, because the whole movie, you're like, you know, if you haven't watched one and two, you're like, okay, yeah, they're together, and he goes to war, and that's that's what's going on. And then Obi-Wan's like, Anakin's the father, isn't he? Like, oh, this shit's a secret. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, Obviously, this is a taboo relationship. And, you know, they're, like, hiding in the shadows talking and stuff. It's like, hey, Anakin, you, your squeeze is over there. I want to go talk to her before the press gets here. <laughs> but I feel like that bit of, like, hey, he's not allowed to is at least illustrated. We're not talking about eight anymore. We're talking about three. <laughs> You're listening well, to Two Strangers, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> well, I mean, because, uh, I mean, I like, I mean, bringing back to the fact that I like, they, at least they address the prequels. They're, you know, it's not yeah, like, oh, it didn't happen. Right. Retcon or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, all right, so, um, what are the, okay, we got, we got, nobody cares who Snoke is. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who Ray's parents were. He died cool. (laughs) Any death where you're like four pieces is pretty neat. (laughs) And, and, and like that whole, like him cut in half, that, that just takes me way back to like the early 2000s where every movie had somebody get, like every like horror movie had people getting cut in pieces, like, like Resident Evil or Ghost Ship. That being said though, I haven't seen someone cut in half in kind of a while in a movie. That was pretty sweet. (laughs) You know, and then plus it's kind of, it's a little Darth Maul-y, like right in the middle. He got cut right in the middle. Yeah, well like. Darth Maul survived. Darth Maul was like a. Well, Darth Maul got cut like below the belly button. Snoke got cut like through the lungs. Oh, okay. So. Um, but I did like the, I mean, I did like the special effects. They made him look like an old man. It, it, really, really good motion capture performance where, like, it could have just been a person. Like, he looks fucked up, but it was spot on. But but is it weird that it looks like Andy Serkis? Like, Andy Serkis, it looks like Gollum. I didn't think it looked like Andy Serkis But I mean, like, his, his performance, the performance of Gollum Mm. from Lord of the Rings and the performance of Snoke, I kind of... I see the similarities. I, I, I didn't see that all, the whole time. Am I projecting? I, I, I was thinking the whole time you could have just put makeup on Peter Capaldi and had your snow. Yeah, that, that's what I thought the entire yeah. time. So <laughs> I wasn't looking for Gollum-y mannerisms. Well, I don't, but I'm just saying is, I mean, I don't. I'm just saying maybe it's it's part of his acting style, like that was captured yeah. very well. But it, it, it he kind of looked Gollum-y, but not in a bad way. Gollum. If that. <laughs> that makes it easy. Gollum. Yeah, uh, Gollum-y doesn't make sense as a word, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just roll with your point. Gollum-ish. Yeah, I, I get. I, you know, when, when I go see it a third time on New Year's, I'll, I'll, I'll look for the Gollum-y part. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, just sort of the same way it kind of comes through even when he plays uh, Caesar. Yeah. Well, he's walking around in all fours. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's just sort of. I don't know. I, I 
but I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Like his performance comes through. <laughs> it's Gollumy in a good way. <laughs> yeah. It's not just, you know, it, it, it's, it's got, motion it's capture, the, but they the, could have easily filled in a lot of the gaps. You yeah. could see his performance. It's, yeah, it's, it's got those Andy Circus physical hallmarks. Yeah. I, guess. Okay. I, I get that. With, like, it, if you didn't tell me who played it, you'd be like, hey, guess who played Snuggie? But like, it was probably Andy Circus. Because it was a major character and it was motion capture. <laughs> he's, he's, he's cornering the market on, on right. it's like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that Andy Circus played Snoke, the Porgs, and Masconata. <laughs> <laughs> Lup- Lupita was busy. Yeah, and that's, a whole, that's another thing. Masconata, yeah. I mean, not that that's a big, huge thing, but Masconata was pivotal in Episode 7. Here she's in it for, like, literally... A fucking FaceTime phone call. It's cool though, because she she like moves the plot along and it kinda reminds you like, oh hey, remember Maz Kanata? She's still around. She wasn't just a one-off character. You'll probably see more of her next time around. It's just we're not in a position to really have her in the movie right but now. But she's involved she's involved in some sort of battle. Yeah. Is that like a DLC for Battlefront or something like that? No, I believe that battle was a stab at the prequels. Cause cause she's she says it's a union dispute. You don't want to know about it. Because oh. the union disputes in Phantom Menace, we didn't give a shit about. Oh. We, get, we, we have a, a screeching half-hour halt on Coruscant of, this is the, our committee on <laughs> why the Trade Federation should be allowed to tax you. Like, oh. The banking plans will support your treaty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, the ETs are down here. Cool. And like, Can we get back to the lightsaber fight? Not a single interesting thing happens on Coruscant, up to and including the Jedi's saying... No, Anakin, we don't want you. You're going to hear that a lot, but eventually you'll kill every fucking one of us. So I, I think that was Masconata's role was move the plot along because we need to get to Canto Bite and make fun of the prequels because that's what we're doing these days. Oh, I thought it was like a, a sideways uh, sideways sequel. That sequel. Like, well, like, it was sort of like... Hi, I'm playing this DLC from the game, Battlefront 2, out now for uh, PlayStation 4, you know. I, I don't... I don't know. What we we can look later and see if, if there's that sort of if DLC. Mas Kanata has a DLC on. I, I mean, if she's playable, dude, I'm dropping sixty bucks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was... I've been putting off that game because of all the loot box bullshit. But like, <laughs> if I can be Mas Kanata like that, that's worth overdrawing my account if I have to. <laughs> I just, I, I, just I, telling I, me Lupita's playable. I'm in. Yeah, and this whole thing is like, here you go, you got and and because you were you reminded me, she's an award winning yeah. actress. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and we she, have her in a movie doing FaceTime for three minutes, not even. I, I'm pretty sure it's just like we, we we can jump around if you if you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this. I'm sorry that you did this oh, to yourself. That's spoilers, but <laughs> well, well, like it's not even like here's our step by step kind of yeah, recap and impressions. Fuck the step by step, jumping all the fuck over. I with how it ended with it's you know we've planted the seed of the rebellion and here's you know things are gonna get better now because we're out in the world. Maz Kanata can come back and be an integral character again. Mm-hmm. The same reason people were like pissed off because Lando's not in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. wa- watch the movie before you get pissed off about that because there's no fucking room for Lando in her. If Billy D comes on set, it's because they need to explode somebody. But if Billy D was a Canto bite, even if they just brushed past him, yeah. hey man, watch where you're walking. Yeah. Or something like, yeah, like the the, the uh, Finn and Rose are getting arrested. I was like, what have we here? <laughs> yeah, Looks I'm, like you need a smooth Colt forty five. <laughs> Everybody on this planet was because <laughs> the the assault, the the security guards, police, whatever war came. I'm thinking of calling this place Capo, but I own it, by the way. But yes, yeah, so I. That I mean, that could have been cool. They could have had. They could have had Lando. They could have had. All right, but what, what is it? going to be dead by episode nine. Well, like, what would it have felt earned if they just plopped him in there to be like, "Hey, look, guys, Lando, right?" That would have been silly. 
Well, well they what, did that in fucking Rogue One with like pig face and and you know you'll be dead you know uh, you know those guys from from the cantina. All right, well let, let, let me <laughs> let, let me let me backtrack here though. You liked Episode Eight, right? Y- yes. You didn't like Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Follow my lead here. Then. <laughs> so it wouldn't have felt earned like that, Doctor Gonzo and the butt face. Yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't know their actual names. I'm sure it's super important. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they got angry at, you know, the fucking martyrs of the rebellion, and then one got his arm cut off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, I mean, if it's talking fan service, you know, I'm surprised that they didn't give us that kind of service. Well, I, um, I doubt Billy Dee's dead in two years. <laughs> he'll make it. He'll hang on because he has to. But if, if you want to put Lando in something, put it in what's going to... What has to be a broader scope movie than Last Jedi was. Because Last Jedi was Fury Road in space. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, the whole movie takes place over... Like 20 like hours. Weekend? Weekend at Weekend at Snokes. <laughs> That's a new spinoff. <laughs> weekend at Snokes. <laughs> they're, the just car- they're just carrying the top half. <laughs> The the supreme leader is dead. The supreme leader is dead. Oh, mom's gonna be so pissed. (laughs) Just put sunglasses on. They're just walking a sunshine. And it's 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 a. It's a uh, it's a uh, Hux and it's Hux and Ren is sort of <laughs> in a way like yeah, Ren yeah. is using the force to yeah. make yeah. the Snoke wave. <laughs> he says hi. Oh, Supreme Leader! Supreme Leader waved at me. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's why you have to let us pass this checkpoint. Yeah. What are you doing with the Supreme Leader? No, he's he's been he's been drinking. Yeah. He's got into the uh, he's got into the Romulan <laughs> ale. We, we we spent the weekend on Canto Bite. <laughs> he got a little crazy with it. We're just trying to get him back. Hey, Romulans. <laughs> Which I and the reason I, I said I kind of said the Romulan is, is I think this is the first time, and I wonder if the people out there would correct us. Is the first time we see someone drunk in a Star Wars movie when they're on Cancel Bite. There's that little leprechaun-looking dude who shoves mm-hmm. coins in the eight. Who I believe is played by Warwick Davis for like the motion reform. He was obviously he was obviously a computer animated character. Oh, okay. Warwick Davis plays somebody in this movie. I think. <laughs> I would imagine it's him because he's the shortest person and I'm sizes. Yeah, well, no, but that, that makes sense yeah. to have a little person play yeah. a little person. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Warwick Davis did the, the most. And Lupita Nyong'o's yeah. an orange-faced yeah. lemon woman. <laughs> lemon-faced. Or, or a lemon-faced orange woman. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> With the butthole eyes. With the butthole eyes. Yeah, but So that's the first time, I think that's the first time, was sad that we were having this conversation at work, is that the first time we've seen someone drunk in a Star Wars movie. Right. I mean, like, I mean, they they mentioned death sticks, which I'm assuming right. are some sort and, of drugs, and like people drink in bars. I, I'd imagine, and oh, that's right. So well, the like, cantina, right? So you got like the terrifying Halloween mask, big bulbous bald head guy, like laughing and stuff uh, in the Mos Eisley cantina. I'm like, he's probably drunk. Yeah, he looks like he's been in there a little while. <laughs> Everybody's been in there a little while. Wh- whoever's making requests for figuring Dan in the modal nose is drunk as shit. <laughs> they're like, you play that same song on fucking repeat, and I'll keep throwing money at you. <laughs> I, I want 11 What's New Pussycats, <laughs> and then put put one It's Not Unusual in the middle so people think it's over, and then, you know, like six more What's New Pussycats. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> I got married to this song. What's <laughs> New Pussycats? Um, all right, so let me see. All right, so once again, we are skipping around. I feel, okay, after, okay, in the movie, Leia gets 
Well, at first we all we all kind of assume that she gets yeah, killed. Yeah, we, we get to watch Carrie Fisher get sucked off. <laughs> Crazy. Not for the first time. Do you follow the good book? Um, <laughs> but okay, so so like okay, so she goes off into space, and all of us, I think everyone who saw this movie said, "Oh, that's how she goes." Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, bold move. Everyone else hates it, but I love it. <laughs> you know. Then all of a sudden, she's in space, yeah. very uh, Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy. Floating in space, yeah. you know, uses the force, yeah. and then, and then, okay, well, that's that's where I like, I kind of get the fact that she's using the force, but then when it goes to like her hand outreached and she's like flying towards the door, like yeah. very Mary Poppins. Well, I and people keep making the Mary Poppins joke. On a second viewing, I'm like, how else was she supposed to look when this was happening? From what I can tell, she's using the force and pulling herself toward the ship, mm-hmm. or pulling the ship toward her. But I mean, even if her body was still. I don't know, prone or whatever. Like, if her body was still, like, stiff as a board, but her hand was sort of... Her hand was like, what the fuck is going on? And then you kind of see her just, like, moving towards the pan. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess it's it's more romantic to have her look... Well, romantic in the, you know, the whimsical way. Yeah, is Leia trying to fuck me? She's flying back to the ship. This is very romantic. But, you know, you know, it's very idealized to have her kind of like make her way that she's standing and floating in, in a lot of ways this was a really idealized movie it was it was more showy and poetic than the others which was hey i'm going to say this information because that mm-hmm. everything else in this felt felt a little more curated yeah and so we see uh, okay so we see uh princess leia at first we all thought she died i and she, i was ready to applaud it <laughs> yeah because it's like i'm like we're like okay you know we have to say goodbye yeah. to Carrie yeah. Fisher somehow and, in this movie. And that's a way to do it. You know, if it's toward the end of the movie and it's just, you know, some sad situation happens, everyone's like, oh, it's a real bummer by something. But that happens. And by the time you're like, oh, shit, Leia's dead, you're on to the next part of the movie. And it's like, okay, we're, I guess that's how we're doing this and it's never going to stop for us. It's going. And, and let's not overlook that. It was moments after where... Kylo Ren was going to shoot her. Yeah. This, like, they, they, they kind, of, they pretty much kept that whole scene in the trailer yeah. where he's, he's yeah. contemplating shooting. Yeah. He doesn't, but his fucking wingmen do. Yeah, and his wingmen just say, "I don't know why he's not firing, but we are." Yeah. And, oh, and the, the look on his face when that happens is like, "Oh fuck!" But like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was gonna kill my yeah. mother a second ago. Right. If that's an emotion, it's oh fuck. But yeah, like, oh, I wish that didn't happen. But like. That's why we're here. Yeah. I, like, I told I, him to get my ship. Like I, I, I said, we're going to blow up the bridge where my mom is. And then I didn't do it, and they did. That's their fucking job. I can't be upset about this. Nobody's I getting under, choked today. I'm going to go blow a lot of shit up, though. Yeah, it's like, all right, guys, here's the deal. We're going to go kill my mom. I'm a pussy, so take over if I can't do it. But that, That's the deleted conversation. So we got we to keep this PG-13. Uh, but, I mean, you know, it's I, I'm very surprised that you know usually stuff the commercials obviously had had some misdirection where she's like I need someone to show me my place in this and, it, yeah. and then it cuts to Kylo Ren right. holding his hand out. This pretty much like kept the, beat but, for beat. Yeah. But even then, that, that like yeah. she, she kind of went to him for like what should I do after Luke was like you gotta get off my island or I'm gonna hit you with a flag. <laughs> um, which okay and and I'll, just real quick when he swings when he's doing when he's fishing yes after he. Does he squeeze the milk first, then goes fishing? He 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 drinks tit juice, then he fishes. Which is, and 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 I, for to get myself up to date, I rewatched Force Awakens last night, and I watched it with the descriptive audio because there's English, Spanish, French, and there's descriptive audio. And I I please, if you have 
anyone out there, if you have The Force Awakens on Blu-ray, watch, listen to the descriptive audio version because it's a gentleman with a nice British accent. You know, words appear across the screen. The Force Awakens. And he reads the whole thing. The words disappear as if to go on into infinity. It's fucking awesome. If you get a chance, oh, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I'll, see, maybe I'll cut that into the show or something like that. I don't know. Light shimmers over a metallic logo of a word forming an arch over the letters LTD, Lucasfilm Limited. Words appear. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. The words Star Wars appear in outer space, outlined in a curvy font. The title rapidly shrinks away into the dark void. A slanted message crawls after it. Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. With the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. Growing ever smaller, the words continue to crawl away toward infinity. The tiny, illegible shapes of the last few words finally disappear completely into the vastness of space. But uh, if you get a chance, listen, watch it with the descriptive audio, because like, I guess it's for hard, hard of yeah. visually impaired and stuff like that. Hard of seeing. Hard of sight. Um, yeah, the... blind isn't offensive. You can say blind. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. But some people don't. Some people can't see well. I'm not blind. I'm differently visual. <laughs> I'm visually challenged. Which I mean, it'd be great if visually disabled people listen to the podcast. I don't know how you found us, but thank you for listening. I, that that'd be a good medium. Imagine. Yeah, just I, load up on podcasts. Yeah, I, I, dude, there. That's how you're getting your story. There's not not a lot of imagination. It's just. Now, um, in that movie, mm-hmm. we see an alien's ass. Because when, when Finn is going to drink water when he's on the oh, planet, yeah. and there's mm-hmm. that big mm-hmm. rhino pig thing. Yeah. So we do see a pig's ass. Now, in this movie, we see pig, uh, an animal's tits. Yeah. I, I The only place left to go is dicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's be episode 9, Revenge of the Dicks. Revenge of the Dicks. And it's like, those, it's like but those, those aliens looked like... Uh, I... I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the whatever kind of beasts of burden are pulling in Anakin's pod racer in mm-hmm. episode one. Uh-huh. I think that's one of those because oh. they've they've got that that, that beaky nose, that or... Rick and Morty flop face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because I mean, I mean, but I mean, it looks straight up like tits. Well, like, it, they well, could have uh, they could have given us. More teats looking, not no, tits. It, 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 it was they're, they're just four it was just tits. some supple breasts, and you, <laughs> you know when Ray wasn't on the island, Luke would go down there once in a while and be like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> you know, he straight up drinks the, the, the milk. But okay, but I, I, I digress. I digress. I digress. In, in like a got green milk commercial too, <laughs> oh, and he drinks it and he gives it. He kind of growls, <laughs> but, but but not like a "get away from me, I'm an animal" growl, but like in a mm, "that's good drinking" kind of growl. <laughs> That's hey, good. You, you, you want in on some of this curd? <laughs> you want some because because Han says moof milker. Moof milker. Is that a moof? He goes, some moof milker put a compressor on my 
I'm, I'm gonna Google Moof real quick. I guarantee you, Moof is a well. I wonder if it's Moof, but he does I'm say Moof. Do Star Milford. Wars Moof because <laughs> I feel like Moof <laughs> is some fetish thing. <laughs> some, but okay. So when Luke goes to go fishing, he spears a fish. Kind of, he swings across on a pole. Yeah. Well, he pole vaults. He pole vaults. Yeah, yeah. Which he, for some reason. It's the thing that uh, Finn was drinking water with. Ah, the pig, the pig rhino. Um, and, and you know what it is? Remember, like in the original trilogies, Luke liked to swing across from like, you know, there's like two or three times where he swings across a gap. So I wonder if that was some sort of homage to the Luke swinging across things. That could be. You know, it's just like I caught that vibe. I'm like, oh, that's how he swings. Back to the sea cow quick. Do you think that might be a nerf? A nerf herder? Yeah, because there's nerf herders. Like, I googled Star Wars nerf, and it's just nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> and a nerf herder would be the person. Wow, so Luke's kind of like a nerf herder. The green titty drinker. Or green. Uh, no, a, a nerf is like a bison. Oh, okay. This is, this is going to be like fucking around on Wikipedia all day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, alright, so then he, he, alright. So, <laughs> I digressed one too many times. Alright, so Leia... Leia's incapacitated. So the chain of command goes... Oh, fucking here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, the chain of command goes to this... Uh, okay, you know what? Before I get into this argument, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building. Door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. It's unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch one. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact, four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit 
cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Okay, so as I say right before the break, okay, Leia gets incapacitated. They follow the chain of command and they introduce, they introduce is not a fucking familiar face because in the, in the attack, Admiral Akbar dies, which unfortunately like, it gets with fucking no fucking mo- fanfare. No fanfare. Just so, uh, discount nurse Jackie says, <laughs> "Oh yeah, Akbar died. All of our leadership died. Snap Wexley had other things he was doing." <laughs> <laughs> hey, all of a sudden, so you know, Akbar dies with no fucking ceremony or anything like that. You he, know, he should have got once again Ryan death. Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Johnson killing parts of our childhood. Um, this, is, this is the first of many. <laughs> Uh, you know, Akbar dies. That's, that's right. He's the first. He's like the first. Is he the first character to die in this movie? As, as far he as dies like, before Snoke and Luke. As far as like people were familiar with, yeah. But like you know, Paige Tycho and. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, right. Paige. Um, and, we'll get to Paige uh, in a little uh, bit. Uh, Poe Dameron's wingwoman and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, actually, she dies immediately after because she's about to scramble with Kylo Blizzard. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the wingwoman. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, wingwoman, who's made my. <laughs> Don't know after two viewings, so you're not that important. <laughs> well, I can't believe you got Paige Tycho? Yeah. That's her last name? Tycho? Yeah, it's Rosa's sister. Well, I know it's Rosa's sister, which Paige, we'll get to later. Paige Tycho. Where the fuck did you get Tycho from, though? You had to, you had to Google that. It's not in the movie. Well, I, didn't, like, I didn't, like, Google it, but, like, I, I, I read enough Star Wars shit to be like, oh, Rosa's name is Rose Tycho, or go T-I-C-O. Ah. I say Tycho. Nobody says it in the movie, so I'll pronounce it however the fuck I want. Ah, okay. Yeah. And there it is. Okay, because I, I, I had up a screen up on my computer, uh, the cast of Jedi. Okay, go. Tycho? Tico. I think it's Tico, because Tycho would be... Do you want to call her quick and ask her how to pronounce it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's Just not doing out. anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Laura Dern, Laura Dern's character... Uh, doesn't have the name here. Do you, want, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Vice Admiral Holdo? Holdo. What's her first Hold, name, though? Holdor. Hold the door. <laughs> Holdor. No. Vice Admiral Holdo. Yes, Vice Admiral Holdo. I don't know her first name. I don't either. Oh, okay. She, she takes command. We never saw her in Episode 7. Uh-huh. Who we do see in Episode 7. Mm-hmm. And who we've seen since the original trilogy. Right. And who we do see at the end of the movie and is still alive. All right. Nine Numb. So named because he says nang num nang num num num. Every time it's like nang num num num. What do you think of that? That's not even how he said it. But yeah, we're alright. Consider this: nang num was part of the second attack that the attack on the second Death Star. Alright. Yes, he was just a co-pilot, but he was part of rebellion history. At the very least, okay, we got General. Leia Organa Solo, and we got Vice Admiral uh, Holdo. What the fuck is Nine Numb? And he's in the, he's in Episode Seven. He's he's he gets into a, an X-wing. I don't, I don't. 
So he's just a fucking pilot. He's, he's obviously not an officer. They didn't promote him after the well, Star Wars. Why the race. fuck did they not promote him? Because he should. Nine Numb needs at least, at the very least, an honorary promotion. Right. Because for him to just be standing around with the rest of the fucking plebes, it All just. Right. Answer me this. He should have been. He should have been the next in charge. He should have okay. been the next in line. Okay, look here. All right. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. We see him for the first time. He's just fucking Lando's buddy who's like, oh, yeah, I'll come blow that up with you. He sits around and chewies the Falcon while Lando does all the work. <laughs> then the next time we see him, he's just getting in an X-Wing, which means in 30 years he was like maybe at the Battle of Jakku. <laughs> and now he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll help out. I'm still here. I doubt anyone was like, hey, you were in an X-Wing. You're next in line if these three people die. <laughs> Poe Dameron... Was like a fucking Poe Dameron wasn't even come in fucking Return of the Jedi, right? Yet he's a commander. Yeah, and Nine Numb is still just a fucking. I it's it's a it's how, it, it's long, a disservice to Nine. How Numb. long did it take Luke Skywalker to make commander? Didn't happen real quick. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, all this time, those people have been ignoring Nine Numb. You you go on your rant. I'm gonna look up Holdo quick. I'm just saying is that Nine Numb, and they go, oh, she's at such and such battle. Is, oh, is that, is that the, the, the Vice Admiral Holdo from uh, whatever whatever battle? Some battle we've never seen? Nine Numb was at the fucking destruction of the second Death Star. And the, and the what, if I remember correctly, wasn't the Millennium Falcon like coming in to save the day? I mean, for the... I'm just saying is that he's a familiar face. It would have been interesting to have him like lead, even though we don't know what the fuck he's saying. I think it would have been interesting to have him. They're doing him a disservice. By not promoting him, he should have had like 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 uh, like how Bill Cosby is like Doctor Bill Cosby. <laughs> he should have been Commander Nine No. But like honorary Commander Nine, yeah, honorary, yeah. which still is outranked by Vice Admiral. Dude. <laughs> Vice Admiral, that's second in command out of anyone. <laughs> it's just I, I feel that he got looked over for promotion, and I say that Rebellion is their Homo sapien, uh, their their speciesists, and everyone in charge. Oh yeah, Admiral Akbar. Okay, yeah, the, he's the fucking token alien right. in and, charge. And it's because he sold them all those Mount Calamari cruisers. <laughs> oh, I, I looked up Holdo. Uh-huh. I've got nothing to support. Her. It's just like <laughs> at some point before thirty four ABY, she joined the resistance. So and she's not even dressed for the occasion. She's like she's going out a fucking night. Look like she's going to a uh, Canto Bite. She's dressed like. What the fuck was Leia wearing when the thing exploded? True. It wasn't yeah. fatigues and shit. It was a dress. It was like, well, I'm, I'm dressed to travel. So. <laughs> it's like when you wear a suit on an airplane. Well, the Nine Numb was ready to go. He had on his... He had on his... He had on the one outfit he ever fucking wears. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. Like, hey, we'd love to promote you, but you smell like shit because you haven't washed that jumpsuit in 34 years. Wash under those jowls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so let's go... Oh, so, oh and... Uh, what are our orders, sir? Yeah, you're gonna need to learn common. You need to learn basic, or we can't fucking do anything. We don't have time for three PO to give us the gist. Everyone understand exactly. That would that would have been that would have been fucking awesome. That would have taken to have him talk and have C three PO kind of having to be his because they like they don't know what like he maybe in the thirties he still hasn't learned. Abrish or English or, or, or basic or whatever. Abrish is the alphabet. <laughs> oh, and, and have C-3PO kind of being like his mouthpiece? That would have been fucking hilarious. You know. This wasn't a hilarious movie, <laughs> and I, I don't I don't see Nine Num, Nien Num, Jowl Boy. Uh, I, I don't see him 
making the tough calls that Holdo needed to for us to have the movie weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being like, all right, well, Poe, what do you think we should do? Oh, we should do this. Nine, nine, okay, nine, nine, the rebellion's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Nine Num is the fight last Jedi. What I That's... don't what I don't like is that Holdo didn't tell anyone the plan and that got most of the resistance killed. Yeah, that's that was the you know a lot of you know I, I've been since the movie came out I've watched I've listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people say had Holdo just told Poe Dameron we're gonna cloak the transports when we get to crate and one person is gonna stay behind with the flagship while everyone else lands mm-hmm. Poe would have been like oh no that's a good idea we'll do that. Yeah. But instead, he's like, all right, well, I've got, I got to figure out a different plan for yeah, what she's I have to doing. Basically, commit mutiny because right. this bitch is. And then that us. mutiny he commits enables Finn, Rose, and DJ. Is that I, I think that's. I think DJ is yeah yeah he, uh, D- the slicer yeah, yeah and DJ to get on board that super duper star destroyer <laughs> and fuck the whole plan up. <laughs> well, did they fuck it up? Yeah, because... Because he sells them out. He, he says yeah, that... It, yeah, it's, I made a deal. You made a deal with what? And he gave the information saying, hey, the rebels are cloaking their transport ships and going to crate. Had he not been there, the First Order wouldn't have known. They would have fallen for the shit. And Holdo would have had them way past the crate system and they would have all landed safely. Yeah, because she could have just jetted out of there and they would have been lost. Like, they would have been like, where the fuck did she go? And yeah. Oh no! Wait, no. Well, they would have. Okay, they would have tracked her. They would have tracked her. She would have went. She would have went like six minutes. Listen, they said there was a window of six minutes. So she would have went six minutes. They would have showed up, found her. Well, no, no, shot no. an empty. Well, no, not empty, the, but just no, her. The, the six-minute window was how long they could get the tracker down for, so that they could. Mm-hmm. Thirty seconds, roughly, was the we finished hyperspace. First order jumps random. Mm-hmm. Was so, the plan? Was the plan? But her plan was to get them away from crate. The the, the plan was basically. Get everyone on the transports except for one person flying the ship. Mm-hmm. Sneak everyone onto crate while they're not looking for the transport ships. Have them keep following the Radis, the flagship, mm-hmm. away from there. And then by the time they realize what happened, they won't have any fucking clue where the transport ships went. Okay, so... So, Vice Admiral Holdo killed Luke Skywalker as well. <laughs> see, even more a reason why they shouldn't have promoted her. Right. <laughs> um, see, if had nine numb... Taking care of it, he was like, well, no, had he taken care of it, he would have deferred to Paul, being like, "I'm not fucking ready for this. You, you take over. You're the ranking officer." Paul's like, "All right, this is we're, we're going, we're going with Finn and Rose's plan, and then fucking everybody dies." Now, um, now because they, they had the tracker device, the tracker device looked like a fucking um, uh, a flux it, capacitor. It looks like a flux capacitor. I just wanted to bring that up because it was like, it's a, <laughs> true. It's a giant flux capacitor. <laughs> That's true. Next point. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. When we do get into the 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 hangar of the first order ship, when BB-8 reveals that it's BB-8's inside the chicken walker. Yeah. And so BB-8 is <laughs> is holding like a command, like not holding holding some sort of module, and it's like zapping the module or poking the module yeah. with its. Yeah, it's like um, and it's like. Is it? It's pickle Rick. It's pickle ricking the chicken walker. You know, pickle BB-8 Rick. pickle ricks the chicken walker. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Eight. Pickle Rick and Walker. Because yeah, pickle Rick and Because <laughs> it's, it's it's a chicken walker. The ATST is that what they call? No, what is that? What they call the chicken walker? What are the chicken the, walkers? In Return of the Jedi, they're ATSTs. I would imagine these we could call them ATSTs, and only the fanboys, the fanboys. This one is called an ATST four. Oh, okay, yeah, because it's smaller. They look smaller than the regular. 
Or maybe BB-8 just got bigger while I was in <laughs> And I love how p- magically he, like, I because I looked, like, it was still, like, the top parts were still connected, like it was charging or something. Right. But, like, BB-8 got the chicken walker to walk and rip the fucking hole. But then again, I guess, and they did have in the TIE Fighters in the first one, the TIE Fighter, like, like lanyarded by the yeah, like, like, gas thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just snapping around like, yeah. oh, whoops, we forgot to, forgot to take the boot off. <laughs> so, so you know, but I see seeing BB-8 hitting that little thing, I was like, oh, it's like, he's doing Pickle Rick. <laughs> he's getting a chicken walker to do Pickle Rick. Um, okay. Well, then my, uh, once again, these my notes are all over the place. They go to Cancel Bite and they come across the man-faced fox horse. Man-faced fox horses. <laughs> yeah. The, the fathers, if you don't want to say man-faced fox horses all the time. I was wondering what that was. It looks like it says, my filled fox holes. <laughs> my handwriting is horrible. My filled fox holes. Yeah, it's, so, and it's, and, and not not to just steal this from Kevin Smith, but okay, you finally have, you have a planet, they have racing. He had said he thought it should have been Tauntauns. I, I thought, okay, we have a racing planet, why not have it be Pod Racer? Where it would kind of be like a callback to the first That'd trilogy. That'd be a huge fucking track, though. Well, I mean, isn't it supposed to be a whole planet as a casino? No. Or is it just that it, one it, little it, area of the planet? It's just that one rich part of the planet. It's like, hey, here's one beautiful vista. Or is it going to buy a whole fucking planet? Also, something that bugged me. They landed on the day side of the planet, and it was nighttime when they got there. <laughs> ah. My, my, minor problem. It also happens in Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. <laughs> when they're they're approaching uh, the second Death Star, uh-huh. it's night on the side of the planet where the Death Star is. Mm-hmm. But you cut down to the shield generator, and it's... Ah. I think they're just like what looks coolest for this. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going down at, you know, to the day part of the planet of Canto Bight and Oh, okay. I, I but once again, in a world mm-hmm. in a in a in a universe where we've, we've established racing, you know, and okay, not that we established Tauntaun racing, but you know, why do they have to give us some brand new fucking Man-faced horse, fox, fox horses. Well, I, other than just the emotive. Well, well, because it's it's a a rich warmonger, war profiteer casino town. Mm-hmm. So they're doing horse racing in bed. They're not doing NASCAR. Yeah, but I mean, what are those tauntauns? They could have been torturing tauntauns. Does it have to be tauntauns? Because tauntauns are already existing animals in this fucking universe, right, as opposed they, to introducing a brand new fucking species. Right, but they're like, I'd imagine native to Hoth. There's there's not enough life on this rock to fill a space cruiser, as Han says. So like, getting tauntauns yeah, even more of a reason. Well, no, you get we, we make we we only keep them in the fridge right. when we're keeping them. Right, we make them yeah. race in the heat get, and get, they die. Get, get, getting <laughs> there's your problem. More of a reason to show like these people are pricks that they're like torturing these fucking animals for their they're not torturing their entertainment. They're not torturing them to be like, yes, I love torturing animals. They're like, hey, when we torture these ones, they put on a good show. <laughs> I just, I just like, you know, well, they're taking bets on racing because it's dignified. It's like, all right, I bet this Tauntaun dies of heat stroke before that one. Right? So I'm going to disagree. I say the, the Fathiers are the right thing to have racing there because it calls back to horse racing. Yeah. I'd call that the most Earth-like planet in the whole series so far. Yeah. Is it, as far as, like, customs and Because yeah, there's, like, cops being like, you're under arrest for a parking violation. <laughs> so they said that in a Star Wars movie. They also said ass. Yeah, that big ass door. Yeah, that, that threw me for a little bit. I didn't even notice it the first time through, and then it's like, I hope that big ass door holds. Like, Poe Dameron just said ass. <laughs> Poe said a potty word in Star Wars. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the next one. It's like, I'm going to punch fuck Kylo Ren. <laughs> and for people who, who may not know this, um, 
in every movie somebody says I have a bad, bad feeling, feeling about this. this. Which in this, this one, in this one, um, uh, alleged that it's said by BB-8 in the very beginning because mm-hmm. the very beginning he beeps and then Paul Dameron goes happy beeps, happy baby. beeps, you know. So I guess technically it has technically been said in every movie. I'm calling bullshit. And then um, <laughs> no lightsaber fight. In this movie, there's no lightsaber. Fight. I mean, it kind of goes toward. I mean, um, it definitely points towards what happens at the end of the movie. But uh, you know, there's people like oh. You know, watching it a second time, like, oh shit, there was no. I mean, lightsabers were out. Yeah, lightsabers but, were used but, for fighting, yeah. but there's no point where two lightsabers, two lightsabers connect and there's combat. And in, in in the the Rashomon edition of fucking Kylo Ren's origin story, where it's like, oh, here's how it happened. No, here's how it happened. No, here's how it happened. Lightsabers clash twice, but it's not a fight. Oh. It's a don't kill me, and then the hut explodes. Oh, okay, yeah. I had the plot final. Oh, okay. Then okay, so we have hope. <laughs> I hope. And then your neighbors died. Um, it used to be a retirement community. It really shocked me. <laughs> but uh, like okay, so because the, there was a part like where technically Ray and Luke fight, but mm-hmm. Ray's, Ray has her staff and Luke pulls a fucking stick off the top of a building yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, Flag fight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there there are no, so the two things and you mentioned that there's no no one says I have a bad feeling about this and there's no lightsaber clashes. Um, I'm still of the belief, and once again, until told otherwise, Snoke is going to be Darth Plagueis in my mind, and until otherwise told, a Praetorian Guard in my mind, these are Snoke's uh, red armored soldiers, which sort of look like the Crimson Guard from the original uh, trilogy. I'm saying those were the Knights of Ren. I'm saying they're not. We see the Knights of Ren in Episode 7 in, in yeah. Rey's Flash. Yeah, and they have lightsabers. And these guys kind of had lightsabers. They, they had like, didn't. they had like, they had vibra blades. Okay, he said. Like, okay, if, if if for you to be a Praetorian guard, you can't use your lightsaber. You have to be proficient in some other weapon. Right. Why didn't they use the force at all during the fight? They just had their martial weapon proficient. They're, uh... they're, they're fighters with a twenty intelligence. They're not wizards. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. Point taken. All right. So cross that off your so, list. So we st- physically remove it. That's right, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, I mean, and once again, you know, once it, not that Brian Johnson didn't tell us, not that we're, but where the we, fuck we, are the Knights still, of Ren? Yeah, where the Knights of Ren? They were there during a made deal. What happened to them? Maybe we'll find out in episode nine. I would. I am- hope we find. I, I, I would imagine nine. they're gonna be like episode nine. We're gonna open up on a lot of new Jedi, mm-hmm. and then they have to take out the Knights of Ren instead of it being. The build up to oh. Anakin versus Obi Wan or Luke versus Darth Vader. It's going to be be the build up to all the new apprentices versus the Knights of Ren. Now, now that Kylo Ren is technically one in charge, I'm I'm hoping for he a calls ten- up his homeboys. I'm hoping for a ten year time jump here, where the Resistance has grown, the First Order has yeah. spread, and Rey has got a few students up to a point where they can fight. Now. Here's here's what I'm saying because now uh, now the whole bit of the movie with Ray and Luke is Ray's like we need Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. to be part of the rebellion, mm-hmm. and I think Luke Skywalker does that. We just haven't seen. It. When you said the time jump, the mm-hmm. same way the movie ends with the kids like saying like oh it's Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, who's a DJ Jabba So that's exactly what they his his. His last act is being Skywalker legend. Yeah. So that like when before when they weren't getting word back from the outer rim, yeah. the outer rim's gonna hear, holy shit, Luke Skywalker showed up and died for the Republic. No, no, they're going to hear Luke Skywalker showed up 
took a barrage of cannon fire, survived getting sliced in half and stabbed, and then just fucking disappeared. <laughs> so All yeah. to save the resistance. Luke Skywalker can do that. They can win this war. So, he, that, so we just haven't seen it. Right. You know, they just haven't shown us yet. That he's, right. He is the... He is gonna, he is Luke Skywalker legend. Yeah, it, it even people in the First Order are gonna be like, we shot everything we had at him, and he walked out of the fucking club. Mm-hmm. We can't win this war. We need to switch sides. Yeah, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's not gonna tell him what happened. No, oh, he's force projected. Like, yeah, right. Okay. And he, he, even if he does say that, and everyone's like, oh yeah, well, can you do that? <laughs> so so Kylo Ren calls up his homeboys. Mm-hmm. Kevin Turtle, the geese. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> you know, calls up his entourage. <laughs> and, and and if they show up, so then it would be I mean, you know, he would be like he would he would yeah, he could have, you know, each side has kind of or started fortifying themselves. So he has the Knights of Ren resistance starts. The new Jedi Order. Wow. Sweet, <laughs> and then I mean, and it's super obvious that although Luke Skywalker dies in this movie, he's going to be back, and then then episode nine, he, he became one with the Force, so he could be a Force ghost. And Mark Hamill loves Luke Skywalker, yeah, but I, more but, than his own son. But I, I, <laughs> I, I will say that I, I have a strong feeling that he's not going to visit. He's going to haunt Kylo. That'd be so cool. I, this is what I'm saying. Like you know, you would think, okay, yeah, Force, he's going to guide Ray and whatever. Ray has the books. Yeah. Technically, she doesn't need guidance, and it's funny because when you watch the movie a second yeah. time, Yoda says, "Yoda says, has, by the way, <laughs> yeah, Yoda says she has everything she needs. It, it, uh, nothing was in that tree that, that she, she doesn't, doesn't already have. have. So you would think, oh, she just knows. No, she has the books. She has she has the Jedi texts. So uh, you know, with that, it's it's uh, and the the idea that um, so she could she does not that she doesn't need Luke, but. I bet when we see Luke, it's not to visit Ray; it's to visit Kylo. Because he specifically says, "When you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could imagine." And the the idea that she's going to build up a new Jedi Order ties into the like the last thing. Well, one of the last things I said was, "We are what they uh, grow beyond." That that's the burden of a master. Mm. That that's that that was this movie was. Here's the old guard passing everything on to the new. Poe Dameron is going to be the big leader of the Resistance. Ray is the new. She's the new Obi-Wan Kenobi. Finn, he's just trying his fucking best. <laughs> and, and that brings us to Drunk Rose. Yeah. Well, and also, just real quick, Kylo, Kylo Ren says, let the past die, yeah. kill it if you have Which is what Ryan Johnson did. I'm sure that was like, so what's your idea for the Star Wars movie? You let the past die, you fucking kill it if you have to. Like, hire yeah. this man and make Kylo Ren say that. <laughs> you know, this is not going to go the way you plan, like yeah, you yeah. mentioned. Yeah, uh, ha- half the shit that they say in that movie is really just like Ryan, <laughs> John- Ryan Johnson in the writer's room being like, no, 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 no. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. What? Oh, no, dude, this is not going to go the way that you think. <laughs> um, okay, so with that, uh, this movie finds Finn with a new love interest. Drunk Rose. <laughs> Drunk Rose. Because, okay, you know, because, you know, obviously, when we see the movie, when we see episode seven, Finn meets Ray, says a line that bothers the shit out of me. You have a boyfriend? Keep boyfriend? Because you're like, keep boyfriend shouldn't be a phrase that exists. There's so many fucking words that shouldn't be in Star Wars just because nothing like them has been. Boyfriend, jacket, hair. Big ass. Yeah, big ass door. <laughs> Um, I'm trying. There, there were more that really bugged me. Uh, mop. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, who who knows where this is on Star Destroyer? And Finn's like the guy that used to mop it. Like, you fuckers aren't using mops. <laughs> and, and, and I get that, like, as technology advances, we call different things the same thing as before. Like, this is a phone, but, like, there's old-ass phones. But, like, they have communicators. Yeah. So they shouldn't have fucking mops. <laughs> or no, or no com- comlinks, right? They have comlinks. <laughs> so they shouldn't have mops. They should have, like... Molecular floor clean blasters. Environmental stabilizers. <laughs> Moss Swiffers. <laughs> Grandma Swiffers. So, so yeah, cute boyfriend bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, so he says, do you have a boyfriend or a cute boyfriend? Yeah. So Finn, oh yeah, cute bugged me too. Yeah, cute boyfriend. Oh, and, and buddy? Every time Poe says buddy, I'm like, don't don't call him a buddy. That's that's fucking unprofessional. You're on the set of a Star Wars movie, you that's asshole. A Rochester pa- that's what Rochester parents call their kids. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> Exactly what I fucking did. <laughs> every parent, I learned that once I went to Rockstar, something like this. Every parent called their child buddy. At like, least the boys. I was about to like help you out and jumping on people about the hood. Fuck man, I, I, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> like buddy, you might not get your red dragon belt today. <laughs> but I, mean, I totally threw it off for a loop on that It's the truth though. Um, so right. Uh, so uh, so. Finn obviously has a bit of crush on of a, of a crush on Ray. His first words upon waking up in this movie is Ray. Yeah, yeah, Ray. And then like when he when he sees Poe, yeah, like first you, question you, is you put, you probably have a, probably have a thousand questions for me. Where's Ray? Where's Ray? Also, don't say thousand. It's weird. <laughs> it's creeping us <awesome> out. <laughs> That's a Deca system. <laughs> you fuckers are on base safe. Don't say that. <laughs> well, no, no. It's just he, he says you must have a thousand questions. Like that, that's an Earth idiom. <laughs> like, you must have a lot of questions. Say that. <laughs> so he goes. So you know. Uh, so he kind of has a crush on Ray. I, at least it's hinted at. Um, it's a, this is the first woman I've met that wasn't my superior. <laughs> oh yeah, Captain Phasma. But uh, okay, so there's a little bit of foyer going on there. Get me some Phasma too. <laughs> You never heard that phrase, foyer? It's, that? A, it's one of, it's like a kind of, kind of sexual tension between someone and their enemy. Ah. Oh, foyer. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I learned a new word. Yeah. Um, but okay. So. I don't think it's a real word. It's <laughs> like a, an internet phrase. Oh, okay. Um, so we kind of, we kind of invented this, <laughs> this, <laughs> this Star Wars fan fiction a week after the movie came out. It was the day it came out we were talking oh, about right. this shit. So, okay, so now, you know, in the movie, uh, Rose, you know, you know, Rose first encounters Finn almost abandoning ship. Her job, part of her job was, like, stopping people from abandoning ship. She tases him, you know. But, but first she's like, oh, my God, it's Finn. To- total fucking cape chaser. <laughs> <laughs> and cape chaser meant for those. In, in my world, cape chaser is a person who's a groupie for superheroes. It's, it's, it's super-powered star fuckers. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, they're not, yeah, yeah. they're not super-powered. <laughs> it, it, just, it's funnier to say cape chaser. Cape chaser. Okay, I'm trying to stay on brand here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she, you know, she's a, she's a cape chaser, and she's super excited to see him. Finn, who doesn't feel like he's a, he's a he's a superhero, not a hero. I'm twice a traitor. Yeah. If you if you see the backpack, <laughs> yes. Well, um, he betrays the first order. Mm. He tries to leave in episode seven mm. when he go, when they go to that bar. He's like, I you know you can get me off this planet or whatever. Masconada's bar, mm. Takodana. What's the name of that planet? Oh, okay. So he he ladies. tries to, he <laughs> ladies. Um, so he tries to leave. Then this is the third time he's abandoned. He's trying to. He was ready. You know. He's he just, he should just leave the Star Wars for a guy that's a his that that like for a guy that's being like 
pushed on to us as a hero. Yeah. He's a fucking coward. Yeah. He really is. And um, so, uh, so you know, Rose meets him. Uh, you know, together they kind of figure out. Oh, you know, they uh, hey, we, we can kill Luke Skywalker in a roundabout <laughs> way. Um, you know, <laughs> and then I guess you know another part of this is that you know Ray Ray's sideways connection to the whole Star War was that her sister was there on her, her sister her sister was like the last bomber Rose is not Ray she said Ray Ray is that Ray you said Ray Ray oh, Rose we're talking about Rose Rose Rose, Rose Tycho. has a has a has a sideways connection to the to... okay now maybe maybe answer this question uh, Leia didn't want Poe to go on that suicide mission right. But yet they had bombers ready to go, because oh, he oh. he cleared out the the, the, the surface cannons. Yes. So the bombers can go. Right. Yes. Yes. The, the the idea was well the surface cannons were also firing at the fleet. Poe was in command. Uh-huh. So basically Poe had this big plan. As soon as Leia saw, okay, this is our chance to get out of here. He or she. Leia's a woman. <laughs> she, she told Poe, okay, I'm ordering you to call off your dogs. But he's like, nope, they still answer to me. This is what we're doing. Oh. So basically, she had a direct line to Poe. Poe was operating. So it wasn't he like... He was being a hot shot. He was right. being a hero. Exactly. It's so like, you know, Snap Wexley doesn't hear Leia on the comms. He was Poe. Mm-hmm. Snap Wexley wasn't there because he had to go shoot... He had to go shoot geeking out with Kevin Smith. <laughs> Greg Grunberg's a nice guy. So, say, from say, what I guess. Saved his ass. <laughs> but we got we got to go finish this only season of Geeking Out. Um, but so yeah, the idea was they weren't all disobeying. Oh, so the bombers work. The bombers were on their way. The, the bombers were part of the plan, pretty much. And then when the dreadnought showed up, Poe was like, "Hey, oh, okay, so that's what it is." Is the the idea was first just take out Hux's ship mm-hmm. with the bombers if you can. We gotta just kind of stall for time and keep things going here until the evacuation's done. Mm-hmm. Then the dreadnought showed up, oh. and Leia's like, "There's a fucking dreadnought. We need to leave." And Poe's like, "No, I, I've got something for this. <laughs> okay, I can, I, I can handle this. We're I good." Got, and he was. I got Paige. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got Paige. She's like super fucking resilient. <laughs> so <laughs> She'll get the job done. <laughs> the, the bombers show up, and just. Oh, Immediately get fucking obliterated. <laughs> it, it just yeah, it's like because they're slow. Oh, it's, oh, it, well, it was it was kind of a stupid move on the first bombers bomb, bombardier's part because he's like, all right, bombs are armed. Like you're not even over the dreadnought, yet. and then bombs are armed. A tie fighter crashes into you, and fucking every bomb explodes because you armed them like a fucking idiot. It's like bombs are armed. He fucking lights a cigar and like a, a spark hits it and fucking ends the resistance and kills Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you know, and they say you know it was the fighters' job to protect the bombers from the Tie Fighters. Yes. I guess you know to overwhelm the whatever. The, all yeah. these every fucking bomber besides oh, one. And, and then Poe's wing woman is just like, "All right, bombers, keep that tight formation. We want you all fucking dead. <laughs> we want you to crash into the other ones." Like, no. It's like keep that tight formation. I'm like, why didn't I see this the first time through? That was the worst fucking call you could have made to a bunch of bombers. <laughs> All right, I want you all to bunch together in front of the super weapons. <laughs> um, so all right, I don't like this movie anymore. <laughs> we're trying call. to we're trying to get to drunk Rose, and I'm ruining the opening scene. <laughs> but okay, so Paige is part of Paige Rose's sister uh, is on the ship. Um, apparently, the the guy who was supposed to release the bombs got killed or whatever, you know. And I don't know how, and that bugged me too, because like her ship is untouched. Mm-hmm. But he's the, the bombardier's dead. He's incapacitated or right. dead or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, Paige was the gunner. 
the bombardier was the bombardier, uh-huh. and then there was a pilot up there too. Yeah, so she had a she had a cli- technically she had to climb the ladder, get to the button, push the button, unleash it, rather than just be like, "Hey, I know you're flying this, but like, can you drop those bombs quick?" <laughs> <laughs> so the so she goes all this crazy stuff is happening. She goes to get the she goes to get the remote. Uh, you know, another blast hits the bomber. Yeah. She falls. Definitely uh, breaks her fucking spine. You think she broke her spine? Well, yeah, she she would have yeah. climbed the ladder if she didn't break her fucking yeah. spine. But she had enough. <laughs> she had enough to bang her leg or bang her, kick her foot against the. Where's can the you, where, you, where's, where's the spine again? <laughs> no, I, if you if you broke your spine, could you still lift your leg and kick a ladder? It severed her spinal cord, just like fucking broke her back. She can't get up. Oh, okay. Gotcha, like gotcha. what Bane did to Batman, not what gravity did to <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Uh, so she kicks the uh, she kicks the ladder. Some people say that was her Silent Bob moment. Silent she... Bob says it was her Silent <laughs> Bob moment. Uh, you know she you know the 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 remote goes by her now in a pure Rochester moment. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> uh, so you know in part of dramatic the the, the remote flies by her. And uh, you hear like the most Rochester person go like, "What she likes? Oh, oh shit!" Or something. <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, oh no!" But I mean, but the person who said it in Rochester had had the quintessential Rochester. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And so, so, but then you know, Paige catches the remote, lets the bombs go. This someone's like, "Wow!" <laughs> and then the bombs come uh, hitting Dreadnought, which I guess apparently gravity works in outer space. I mean, they were over a planet. Couldn't they be propelled? Yeah, I guess maybe arming them. I don't know. Or could they be gravitating to that massive fucking dreadnought? <laughs> yeah, I guess. For some reason, I'm thinking, like, they're falling out of the ship, but they're in space. Right, but, like, the International Space Station, uh-huh. there's gravity there. It's just the whole thing's constantly fucking falling, so you don't know. It's terrifying. Well, it's a controlled <laughs> fall where it's, like, going sideways as it falls, so uh-huh. then that's what we call it. <laughs> but <laughs> essentially... Gravity is acting on you. Uh-huh. It's just acting on your surroundings identically, so you're weightless in it. So if you flew a bomber above the ISS and then dropped bombs pointing them down toward the planet, they'd fall. Okay. So same deal with yeah, the planet. Yeah, the planet was in the background, so even if it was the planet's gravity break down. And, I, just, and now, having said that, I don't think the Dreadnought and the bombers were oriented for that to work with the planet's gravity, but... I, I think it's they were. it's the Star think, Wars man. She also opens the Bombay doors and can breathe still. Yeah, that's well. I think because the so, shields. Well, well, no, she puts her glasses down. <laughs> <laughs> no, because in this universe, mm. shields can you can have a shield, but then also have because the whole thing about this movie is yeah. their main cruiser, the the rebels cruiser. Mm. The shields come up, but you can shoot a jet, so the jets go through the shield. Which I guess most of these big ships have a shield that's up. I believe the deflector shields... the TIE shield, Fighters fly yeah. through it. Yeah. I think the deflector shields are, like, selectively permeable mm. to where, like, they'll let things out, but not in. In, yeah. And their deflector shields, I feel like it's, it's like an active scan sort of thing. Like that. That's why they can have rear shields where mm. it's just something's about to hit, shield comes up and... Okay. I mean, the same way every, every hangar, every hangar band, Star Wars... <laughs> It's just open to space. It looks like it's open to it, space. It's, it's, it's got the ray shields, though. So maybe Not she... ray, but... Well, maybe she had, Maybe there's ray shields on the bottom yeah. of the bomber. Right. Where the door's going to open, and you can see outer space, but she doesn't suffocate. Um, okay. <laughs> Not that it helps her much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't do that with a severed spine. Because this has taken us a while to get to, but she dies. <laughs> <laughs> She blows up the dreadnought, and then her bomber explodes. So we have... Uh, 
Ray. Rose. Lo- Ro- Ray. Rose. Rose. I'm sorry. Ray's the one that has been in the last <laughs> movies. Rose. Almost as- <laughs> doing talking. <laughs> <laughs> doing talking hard. Um, Rose was in love with Finn. And so we sort of came up with this whole story after the movies <laughs> where Rose. And Rose, I mean, and I totally forgot in this movie that they kiss. She does kiss Finn. And before like, she collapses. Finn's way not into the kiss. He's just like, <laughs> well, he wasn't expecting it also. Well, but, and it's like, you, you just fucked things up. You might have just killed the resistance. And you could have killed me, and we would have changed nothing. And then she's like, but you're just so sexy. Just, she doesn't say sexy. That would bug me, too. <laughs> she's just like... It's like, why did you do that? She's like, I saved you. I saved you. <laughs> I saved you. We're not going to win this world destroying what we hate. We're going to do it saving what we love. And she just kisses him without his consent, which, like, she's going to have to fucking resign from the resistance now. <laughs> so we have this whole series of stories where Rose shows up at Finn's house. Just fucking hammered. <laughs> always drunk. Yeah, she's always drunk trying to seduce him. <laughs> But, like, it always turns into how he's a coward and her sister's a hero. I But, fucking, you know, Paige died for the resistance. You didn't die for anything. You know, I I fucking tried to. I was heading right towards the miniature uh, Death Star tech cannon. You know, know, Rose, these nights could be a lot more fun if you didn't show up drunk. Well, I'm a fan. You still wear that... Jacket, like, you're wearing Poe's jacket. Is there something going on with you and Poe? Because if there is, you have to tell me. Because friends don't not tell me. <laughs> friends don't lie, Ben. I watch Stranger Things. <laughs> God, you have to get it. <laughs> Nancy looks so great in that outfit. That's why I always drink wine. <laughs> Finn. Stop saying my name! <laughs> oh, I guess the pores like it. Finn? Ben. Ben. I right, go to bed. My sister. <laughs> My sister died. Oh, you didn't. That's a hero. <laughs> you tried. You were a traitor. Three times. <laughs> so, so that's hours of entertainment. <laughs> and then, yeah. So once we had that established, Rose crashes into Finn's little skid thing to keep him from killing himself to save everyone. We've been like real noble and cool and a nice actor. And he's like, what did you do? And she's like... I saved you, dummy. <laughs> I like says it so fucking drunk. I laughed my ass off the beer. Saved you. I saved you, dummy. <laughs> oh yeah, dummy. There's another one. Oh, yeah. Dumb, did she say dummy? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, another word that doesn't. Yeah, uh, there's there's, a, there's another earth idiom that needs to stay the fuck out of Star Wars. Dear Ryan Johnson. First of all, fuck you for killing off Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Second of all, fuck you harder about Akbar. <laughs> now. Luke's hand, one thing that we didn't see in the movie, but that has been addressed from people at our job, you know, there's one other guy at our job that's obviously, like, super into fucking Star Wars. I'm sorry about the crinkly bag, I gotta feed these guys taste to stop ruining the podcast. Hey! Timothy. Hey, Timothy! <laughs> so, we do see when Luke dies, mm-hmm. much like when Yoda dies and Kenobi dies, they collapse and then their robes kind of just float away or just collapse. Does Luke's hand? He had a robot hand. It's not part of the force. Yeah, does it just, it just clunk? Like, is, there's, 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 I guess, apparently somewhere on Octum, whatever the fuck that was, Oct- no, that's Dre. Right. <laughs> <Action>. Someone, <laughs> someone on Octum. Uh, Octo. 
Octo. Or Achto. There's a... They, they, I don't think they say it in the movie. There's a hand. There's a... There's a robot hand just chilling around. Pretty soon there's gonna be... Artificial. A, a porg's gonna find that hand and become king of the porgs. <laughs> That's the infinity gauntlet. It's <laughs> the porg's infinity gauntlet. And he uses it to choke other porgs, because they don't have hands. Um... So we, I mean, we obviously don't see the hand. That would have been kind of like a cheap, a cheap little gag or whatever. To see the right. hand just fall. What, would have ruined a beautiful moment. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is becoming one with the Force. Thunk. And I said the hand should have just got up and crawled away, thing style from Adam's family. Um, but then also, like, remember Luke's hand, Luke's actual hand <laughs> died a long time ago. Like, did Luke eventually like? They're like reunited in the yeah, afterlife. Like the hand is like, 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 uh, like, like the like, hand puppet. Like, where have you been all this time? <laughs> like, runs at him like a happy dog. That's <laughs> my, it's my arm. <laughs> my hand's back. Give me my hand, man. Um, hand, man. Hand, man. Uh, let me see. The Yoda puppet. I was really, I was really thrown off by Yoda puppet. Yeah. Last, the last, the first time I saw the movie, yeah. I was really thrown off. Watching it now that I was expecting the Yoda puppet. Yoda puppet was a lot better the second time. Yeah, and I wonder... He's an acquired puppet. He, he looked chubby, but then again, I remember that when Yoda died, he was like cross-eyed and he looked a little Demen- off. Yeah, he had that dementia thing on. So I think maybe with the, it didn't look familiar because the eyes were straight, <laughs> the Yoda puppet. But um, yeah, I, I, once again, since... Because I'm like... They they have the files. I'm pretty sure someone has the rendered files of Yoda somewhere on a computer. Right, but like they've done puppet Yoda before, and people seem to agree that if he's not lightsaber fighting, do puppet Yoda. I don't. I I kind of I've come to grow. I've come to like. Uh, I, I've come to CGI grow too. Yoda. <laughs> I come to grow. Uh, I don't. I just I liked. I grow to come. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, you know, I'm. I was just. I was surprised that it wasn't CGI Yoda. I'm happy it wasn't. C-3PO doesn't have his red arm anymore. Without any... He kind of mentions, like, oh, I gotta get... Or, or, I think when R2 finally wakes up in episode 7, he's like, oh, oh I, 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 I should get this fixed. But, yeah. like... He gets it well, fixed. It's in- like, we blew up Starkiller base. The First Order's on their way. Hold on. Shh. <laughs> Let me just finish spray-painting this arm. Or, right, sand, let's, or let's, sandblast. All right, let's evacuate. You could have... Maybe it was red... paint? <laughs> it's entirely possible... Does it effectively change anything if they're blasting it with sand to make it gold or with gold paint to make it gold? <laughs> they're blasting it with something that's becoming gold. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so what do we call this trilogy? The Star Wars. Um, there's the original trilogy, there's the prequels. The sequels? I, I, I was, you call it the sequel trilogy? I was just going to let you get there on your own because you went with post <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy. I just... And then what? And then then we're gonna we're gonna need a name for the Ryan Johnson. Now don't get me wrong, I, I'm pissed. I'm kind of pissed off with what he did, but now I'm super curious on what he's going to do. Because like here's a guy who obviously doesn't give a fuck about convention, give a fuck about you know keeping any kind of continuity. You he's, know, he's one of those guys who's like, I don't give a fuck. He wants everyone to know how little of a fuck he gives. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say it real loud. Like shows him in a leather jacket and says the N words. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Snowflake. Did I kill Luke Skywalker? <laughs> Metaphorically and literally. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this goes to like very, very vastly yeah, different. Finn? No, no, like Finn a, showed up in a leather jacket and killed someone. No, no, no. no. like Luke had a very vastly different characterization than normal, and then he died. So Ryan Johnson killed him figuratively. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, anything else you want to talk about before we? 
Oh, wait, okay. No, I got one last thing. All right. <laughs> the cave scene. When, when Rafe goes into the cave and, you know, and I know it's supposed to be the way, like, Luke faced Vader and it's sort of like, it, it gives you whatever you want to or yeah, Like the mirror of Vera said? <laughs> yeah. From Harry Potter? Oh. Okay. Sorry, is that... Is yeah, that, that went over my head. But and so the, the mirror of Erised is a mirror in Harry Potter that shows you your heart's deepest there. Oh. And if you look at the word Erised in a mirror, it's spelled. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's... Desire with the letters backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But yeah, um... you're fucking worse than Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ruining my shit. So, you know, once again, with Ryan Johnson destroying all these fucking uh, mysteries from episode seven, you know, I was like. Maybe there's an allegory. Some of the mirrors mean something. Maybe raise some sort of clone. Because there's so many of her. She asks to see her parents. And the mirror says no. <laughs> and the mirror shows us two silhouettes that come into one. What the fuck does that mean? And then they become a ray. <laughs> it, because the one person should have been Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson said, fuck you. <laughs> well, it's two silhouettes, her parents, uh-huh. merge into one, her. That's what matters. It, 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 it doesn't it, matter who her yeah, parents who gives are. a fuck who her parents they are her. they come together and they make you you have what what's in front of this mirror right now this is your potential figure that shit out doesn't matter who the fuck you're and that's the, were they drunks that could use them I'm Coda um but no I, I think that's a decent metaphor both for Ray to figure out and for the audience of oh here's the silhouettes here's the silhouettes they're no one they don't matter you don't need to see who they are Here's what's important is that Ray is here. Mm-hmm. And who Ray is and what she can do, that's what matters. Her parents, who fucking cares? Is it going to make her any better at being a Jedi if her grandpa was Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's dead now? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> he died like in the first 20 minutes of the first movie. No, so it was like, about 45 minutes. Yeah, it's it about an hour and a half. Like, he dies, then Death Star runs the movie over. Oh, yeah. Also, really quick movie. Yeah. Not a lot happens in the first Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, it's, a, it's an epic space opera. Is it, though? They go, like, three places. <laughs> and nothing happened in this one, either. T- t- Tomb Raider globetrots more than that. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's a genius. <laughs> you you want to you wanna wrap about the trailers real quick before we go? About the trailers? Just the cool movies coming out? Oh, so what uh, we saw, uh, I mean, I guess, what, Tomb Raiders? Because I don't know, since you mentioned just Tomb Raider. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's just what seems to be the t- one t- t- Tomb Raider looks neat. It, yeah. look, it looks better than the other Tomb Raider movies. Alicia Vikander from De- uh, Ex Machina. Did you see Ex Machina? I did not see Ex Machina. It's a good movie. That's a very good And it stars both Poe Dameron and General Hux. I knew that about it. And both, don't both they, those actors. Don't they make out? Oh, no, that's the script I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's in my uh, Star Wars fan fiction. General Hux fucks. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Did, do you notice he's saying hugs at the start? General Hugs? Yeah, yeah when, when, when Poe Dameron was talking, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got an important message for General Hugs. He keeps saying hugs. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick up on it the first time because people were laughing too hard. Uh-huh. It's been a weekend. Half the theater probably already saw it. So mm-hmm. he's saying hugs. and uh, it's, it's hugs with an H. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Freak Nasty. Freak should, 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 we, should we talk about Freak so Nasty? So Freak Nasty, in the, in the scene where uh, episode 7 where Poe Dameron and Finn are in the, the TIE Fighter, and it's FN two eight one two eight seven two one eight seven. Uh, no, I'm gonna call you Finn. Yeah, he's like FN. I, I don't like it. FN. I'm gonna call you Finn. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna call you Freak Nasty. <laughs> yeah. it's like, FN, huh? I'm gonna call you Freak Nasty. <laughs> oh, Freak Nasty. I like it. <laughs> so we get. I, I think those two worlds could not exist in the same like you know drunk Rose and Freak Nasty. Yeah, yeah the just total bro Poe who like gives people nicknames and shit and then drunk Rose. <laughs> Give me time. 
Why does Poe call you Freak Nasty? Is that like a gay thing? <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. But I don't like it. Can I watch and say you? <laughs> sort of a, a cuck, but a homophobe at the same time. <laughs> kind of like a cuckophobe. <laughs> Finn. Finn. Freak Nasty. And the reason I say that is because... Uh, the reason we keep repeating Finn is because there was a girl that I was talking to who, for some reason, kept saying my name in text messages. Chris. That's so funny, Chris. Hey, Chris, when are you going to come over? So I was doing the drunk rose thing, and I, I, I said... You saying Finn. But I said it one more time, and I just really, really chewed on the word for me. I was like, all right. Thin, and you're like, why are you keep saying my name? Like, I knew that was gonna be the one to get you. And I was like, that's right from my life. Like, I knew that was gonna be the one. Right. Stop saying my name. Tomb Raider looks cool. Tomb Raider looks cool. cool. Cooler than Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider Cradle of Life. Yeah, yeah. They had that that first man. Wallace and Gromit. Oh, that yeah. That looked cute. That, that looked that, that uh, funny. I never, the funny thing is, like, I don't think I've ever seen any in Wallace and Gromit. I've seen the Wallace and Gromit shorts, but I've never seen any. There was, like, only, there was only Curse of the Were-Rabbit. There was it, Chicken Run, but that wasn't Wallace and Gromit. Oh, okay. But wasn't there wasn't there like one more movie that was from the or something? The same, like the guy who made those, but it was like the same style, but... I don't know. Yeah. Okay, um, so I, well, I guess I guess I've never seen Chicken Run or Curse yeah. of the Were-Rabbit. Uh, when you went opening night, did they run the trailer for Mortal Engine? No. Fucking watch the trailer for more than a second. Uh-huh. I hope that's not your computer going to sleep. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me see. The screen hasn't been touched, but it should be recording. Yeah, it looks like it's recording. Yeah, it's still recording. Noodle engines? Yeah, it's um, cities are on wheels uh-huh. and like cruising through wastelands and shit. And Peter Jackson's producing. Oh, it shit. looks fucking cool. Wow. Uh, let me see. When I went, it was uh, this movie called Alpha. About a, uh, but like it's, it's like a caveman tribe. A kid falls off a cliff, breaks his leg, good, and a wolf com- a wolf comes to like eat him, and somehow he gets the wolf to like not eat him. <laughs> that's the weirdest way to say kills a wolf. Well, no, because no, somehow how, gets it to not eat him. No, but that's the whole the whole deal of the movie is he earns the friendship of the wolf and ends up feeding the wolf and 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 caring for the wolf. But like he strains his own leg out, like he uses rocks and like snaps his leg back into place. Somehow gets, but the wolf comes to eat him because the wolf is there like with teeth fit, uh, bared. But then he eats the wolf to come. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, I'm not even gonna go there. No, so, I, was, I, was, I was just flipping your sentence. So he, um, so uh, like then he starts taking care of the wolf, and you see him like he brings the wolf like a weird like bowl of water, and the wolf is drinking, and then like it's supposed to, then the wolf like joins him in the hunt, and it's supposed to be like you know. Uh, see the story that changed the civilization or whatever, like how us, how we domesticated dogs, like the first wolf that was domesticated. Oh, so it's, it's like based on a true story? Well, yeah. well maybe. If, if true stories are from caveman days. <laughs> based on the fact that this had to have happened because we have dogs now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's supposed to be like about the first caveman with a wolf. Domesticated dog. Sounds... Interesting. Yeah. The execution doesn't look that great, to be honest with you. I mean, it looks like it looks very like 10,000 BC, uh, that kind of gods uh, of Egypt uh, sort I'm, of. I think I'm buying that. Yeah, <laughs> um, commuter, which was uh, oh, the Liam Neeson, the Liam Neeson on the train. It's you know uh, taken on a train. Um, <laughs> gonna take you on a train tonight. Go Liam Neeson's cock is so big, you know, you could make a train <laughs> you movie. You can commute on it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take a train to get to the tip. Um, commuter looks cool. Commuter, 
for what it's for what it is, you know. It's, it's, uh, Wrinkle in Time looks like I might catch twenty minutes of it on TV time. <laughs> Wrinkle in Time. Oprah's back in the movies. It's been a while. Has it been since Color Purple? Since Color Purple, I think. She's like, now I'm producing this motherfucker. I don't, that's the whole thing I'm watching. I'm like, and I see, and I'm like, is fucking Oprah with me? Oprah? <laughs> is that Oprah next to Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, and Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> what fucking drugs are we on? But, uh, it's sort of like... So that, that, that movie is very firmly not my thing. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's Disney. Yeah, for some reason, I thought it was like, I was like is this like... Futureland or it doesn't feel like Disney. It feels like whoever made Willy Wonka, like or um, it, or, it feels uh, like something that studio would like do. Lemony Snicket. Unfortunately, uh, Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, it feels like Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. Was, it, was that Disney? No, it feels like Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, it's definitely that fantasy. I guess look, Oprah's like fuck it. It would probably you know. So, oh, the, I'll she, take the change that came out of my couch and make this fucking movie. Yeah, she, she probably, yeah. She's probably like, hey, I really like A Wrinkle in Time. I just read it last week. Can we make it? Okay. Well, you're Oprah, so yes. <laughs> and, and, any, any yes or no question you ask me, if it's a permission thing, yes. <laughs> and, but are you surprised that, like, in the Chris Pine Paley is the dad? I don't know. I have no idea what Wrinkle Time is. I know it's a, I know it's an existing property, but, like, Chris Pine is the father of this? I don't think it was Chris Pine in the book, but... Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, like, the character is biracial. Is the character biracial, or are they forcing a biracial character into the movie because Oprah's like, I'm going to make a movie, I'm going to put Chris Pine as the dad, but the girl has to have black or something like that. <laughs> I neither know nor care why she's biracial. I'm but like, I'm just saying, right, you know, cool. very, uh, which from a conversation we were having earlier this week, I, I rewatched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, and, and, and Liz was biracial in that just to throw you off, just so until the... Until the door opens a crack, it never enters your mind that, like, oh, shit, her dad's the vulture. And as soon as the door starts Spoilers. to open... <laughs> whoops. Spoilers for Spider-Man Homecoming. Welcome to fucking summer 2017. But, yeah, and then as soon as the door opens, before you see Michael Keaton, you're like, it's the fucking vulture, isn't it? Ah, you got me! Yeah, but that being said, when you rewatch that movie, that poor girl who did absolutely nothing wrong, besides being gorgeous and smart... Bitch. <laughs> and rich. <laughs> did, did, nothing, did nothing wrong and had her life destroyed by Peter Parker. <laughs> Who, had he done nothing for the whole movie, would have hurt fewer people. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. like, the Vulture would have had cool alien tech that was just going in storage. And maybe they could have helped in the Indie War. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they are selling weapons. Right. They're selling weapons right. to, to ATM robbers. They're selling weapons to humans. Also, had Spider-Man not tried to stop the ATM robbery, the bodega wouldn't have exploded. <laughs> True. But yeah, when you rewatch the movie again, just see how fucked his life gets because mm. of Peter Parker. Um, he just... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he stands her up at the fucking homecoming. He, doesn't, he, he shows up at a party and then leaves. He could have gone to the homecoming, made one fucking phone call, said, hey... The vulture's stealing your shit. This is where his base is. Yeah. Hey, Tony Stark. Yeah. Because hey, obviously Tony Stark hears the he hears those those voicemails because he mentions the churro. <laughs> also, are, are we assuming that all of Tony Stark's shit isn't low jacked? That he can't just look for it? Yeah. Run a quick scan, scan of like, oh, hey, the guys that stole my plane landed it here. This is where they are. I'm going to take my stuff back because I'm Iron Man. <laughs> True. I, I, Spider Man just made things worse. Yeah. By yeah, he could have just stood at home. He could have He could have gotten laid. He, she was ready to fuck him. He was so in there, like swimmer. They. 
<laughs> this has been Two Strangers One Podcast. That's it. Go out on a bang, baby. But uh alright, well no. <laughs> I'm just saying is he could have gotten laid and he's too busy being Spider Man. No. And so now somebody and... else is in there like somewhere. <laughs> So anything else you want to address? Not after that. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let me do all my whole outro stuff. Please visit twostrangeswonepodcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page. You can uh, download, subscribe to us on iTunes, on your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R for Android devices. Uh, that's the Stitcher app. I use the available offline option and... Uh, Listen later option, uh, so you don't have to kill your data, you don't have to kill your battery when your Wi-Fi spot. Get all the less episodes you want to listen to, and listen to them later. Um, and of course, we are available on the SoundCloud app. That is our hosting site. Um, I make sure all the episodes are downloadable. I think on iTunes they are downloadable, but on Androids they aren't. So that's why I'm a little like... But if you go to the website on SoundCloud, you can find us, and you can download them from there if you want to do. Um... If you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. Two strangers one podcast. Uh, I got a brand new computer. Thank you to my dad for helping me out uh, with uh, basically a payment for the computer because uh, we're recording this on a new on a new system. And it sounded good when I was recording earlier. So, um, you know, thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was the old computer holding you back, and not this antique microphone. Like, <laughs> it's 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 uh, the microphone has uh, it has it has soul, it has yeah. spirit. It has you, you guys, funk. you guys, you guys, seeing all this soul in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, um, I haven't. The funny thing is, with the new computer, I haven't. I have this. I don't have time to sign into the email account right now, but no one writes us anyway. But if you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers One Podcast. Well, what, what happened to that Gmail one fan that writes all the time? He he fell off the fucking face of the earth. I don't know what Literally? happened. Really? Well, I don't know. You think the Earth's flat? <laughs> oh, we got another hour to go there. Let's go to the space station. Look. Um, but yeah, the uh, but you can write to us at Two Strangers One Podcast at gmail.com. We want your money. We need your money. And until we set up a Patreon, what you can do is you can share and like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash podcast. Once again, all spelled out. And share this episode, like the page, uh, share the entire page, and that'd be great. Uh, we also have a YouTube group, Two Strange One Podcast Network. Um, let me see what else. Uh, we're on Twitter at StrangerPodcast. Um, no, I, I've only, the episodes that are available online right now are really only from the past year. If you want to go back and listen to any of our other episodes from more than five years ago, we are on YouTube. Uh, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. You can find all the earlier 200 some odd shows. Um, you can find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, which I've done about 40 so far, and I have two in the pipe. <laughs> and <laughs> two up the butt, <laughs> two in my anus, like a finger. And uh, and I also have my audiobook. If you want to hear my second book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, you can listen to it totally for free on YouTube. Just search for Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Also available on YouTube. And that's about it. I can't think of or speak on. No, I got you never. Going on, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I got yeah, shit I got to do. If you guys can tell me how to how to beat this part of Zelda I'm stuck on. Great. <laughs> shoot, wanna... shoot me an email. Thunderblight Ganon's a bitch. <laughs> 
Thunder Blight Ganon. So if you have any way to beat Thunder Blight Ganon, you can write to us at two streams one podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> get, get some traffic in that email account. <laughs> Bunch of people telling me how bad I am at the game. <laughs> That's like the first like half of the game, like not even the first half. Well no, no, it's because you can you can tackle those dungeons in any order. Oh, okay. Which I think is a total ripoff of a Shadow of the Colossus, but for another day. You you can't tackle those in any order. Can, oh, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you proved me wrong. I'm, I'm coming <laughs> I'm <gonna> to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to the Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Chocolate. You should be fapping balls. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist. I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. <laughs> Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Welcome, motherfucker, up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. L-U-L-U.com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. 
like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come, I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I know. You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. (laughs) Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will totally read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.